Hey everyone, welcome to this week's podcast. If you're new here, welcome to the Please Blow My Mind podcast, the place where we try and blow our minds, because overwhelmingly it feels like in this world, no one wants to blow their minds at all. We're trading in curiosity for the sedentary silliness, and I'm not cool with that, I'm not cool with that, so... I want to blow our minds, I want to think about things that expand our minds, I want to talk to people who have interesting takes on life, and I want to do that with you. So welcome to the podcast. Just quickly, I'm in Germany, okay, and that's why I'm in this kind of weird cubed room. Uh, It's so hot outside, it's like 9 o'clock in the evening, it's like 30 something degrees, literally melting over here, but I did find something that I want to share with you, and that is the cassette of Knight Rider. Boom! So everyone talks about Germany being a, you know, front-thinking society, yet you can still pick up some sweet cassettes of Knight Rider. If you're watching on YouTube, check it out, man. That's awesome. If you're listening to it, yeah, basically it's all true. I found a cassette tape of Knight Rider. I knew those things were true, you know. I've always heard that Germans love David Hasselhoff, and it turns out that, boom, they also love cassette tapes. So there you go. There's a little, there's something you didn't expect in this podcast. Um, Okay, I've also decided not to sponsor this episode because the whole meat thing is a little bit, you know controversial I guess to some of the population there's some people who think meat's not good for you there's others who believe that meat is good for you and I'm not out here to offend anyone although I feel like in this world if you fart the wrong way you will offend someone so with that in mind I'm understanding that I probably will offend some people and what I want to say to you is I'm not doing it to hurt you I'm doing it because I don't know. I just want to talk about the stuff that I want to talk about. And that's our our right to talk about those things. So if you're not keen on this episode, that's cool. Maybe skip this one and I'll see you next week. Um, Or or have a listen, you know. Like, I'm certainly not here to try and pick a team. I'm just... um, I've just got this feeling that um, eating meat is good for us. And that's super controversial, I know. But... I'm prepared to take some heat from it because I will I will argue for my case and this week's guest hopefully will help me do that a little bit Professor Grant Schofield joins me he's the what the fat professor the fat professor and uh, I guess in this episode we talk about what I should do if I'm going to eat only meat and what the rules are and all those kind of things and um, yeah, we also just have a good chat. It's, I've known Grant for a couple of years now. He's a really good bloke. And I just like chatting to him at any chance I can. So let's jump into the episode. Hopefully you haven't seen all of the sweat that's on me. It's so gross being so hot. But, um, you know, not hot as in like David Hasselhoff hot, but as in hot, hot. Yeah, that's enough for this intro. Thanks everybody for watching and listening to the podcast. Please subscribe. Please rate on iTunes. It all helps. (sighs) All right, let's get into it. Thank you everybody for joining me. 
we live in a world that encourages us to remove ourselves from the human experience. Whether it's looking at our phones too long, forgetting how to talk to someone face to face, or just straight up giving in and convincing ourselves that a chicken nugget is actual food. It's not food, it's silence. I don't know about you, but this freaks me out. So I've started a podcast, my antidote to this silliness. It's time to blow our minds. My name is Will Fleming. Welcome to my podcast, Please Blow My Mind. Okay, uh, the journey continues. I'm in Dr. No, Professor Grant Schofield's house. How's it going, Grant? Good, Will, you? <laughs> I'm going good. Thank you for making time. You're an extremely busy man. Are you really a busy man? Are professors busy? Um, <laughs> no, no, busyness is a disease. It's a modern disease. <laughs> true, so, true. So I actually go to my vice chancellor, who's like the CEO of our university, and go, I'm not busy. <laughs> Just because he, he expects everyone to turn up and go, you're busy, yeah. you know, talk about how busy they are like a badge of honour yeah it is eh but you know it comes with that is uh, stress and, and all of that other stuff so yeah. I feel like you're navigating your way through this um, ha- what's the latest with the with the high fat low carb has there been any breakthroughs because the thing is is that it's pretty much ingrained in culture now that that's the way to eat and uh, is anyone still on your back about this being the well interesting that we put in a you know we put in our part of my job is to get research grants and mm. do original research and we mm. put in a, 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 a low carb healthy fat one with sort of kids around dental health mm. and stuff and um, it got rejected because it was too conventional. <laughs> so you're not pushing the boundaries <laughs> enough and maybe that's a good segue into into part of the reason I want to uh, have you on this podcast is to, is to bring you to the audience but also to kind of talk you through this kind of crazy idea that I've had and so uh I don't know, it's one of those things that's going to definitely offend people because, you know, the world is split. Half believe um, you should eat a certain way, the other half believe you should eat another way. Uh, So let's get to it. Uh, I've been doing this meat-only diet, right? It's called the carnivore diet, and the idea is that um, you don't eat vegetables. That's the thing that's freaking me out. So it's like animal-based, that's pretty much the rules. And they're just like, try it for 30 days, see how you feel, and after that, uh, maybe try it for another 30 days. There's been people doing it now um, for like a year, and they're fine and healthy. But the thing that uh, really was interesting for me is that they are um, reporting feeling better mentally. And I wonder, if is that something that, you know, when you do the high-fat, low-carb, you talk about the health benefits, but do you talk much about the mental side of things too? Yeah, yeah it's interesting, isn't it? This whole carnivore um, approach that I've been reading those same blogs as well, and mm. I essentially think it's the it's the very, very hard end of uh, low-carb, healthy fat because it's essentially right. a zero-carb diet, isn't it? So yes, like when you, yes. as soon as you eat any vegetables, <laughs> yeah. you're getting some carbohydrates. So now um, all of a sudden this is actually the zero-carb. And in fact, I think there's a couple of blogs called uh, zero-carb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... What's oh, your, hang on, I haven't answered the question. Yeah, though. true, true. Well, there's not much of a question. I guess what I'm trying to say is, what do you think about, like, the thing with reading stuff online and then having a go at it is it could be potentially dangerous. It, it, it could be. I'm a bit worried, although I feel quite good, Yeah. Uh, but I may be overanalyzing every movement of my day. Yeah, well, I, I mean, first of all, I think you're not, you're not the original person of this. I mean, the entire, <laughs> uh, entire ethnic groups have done it for, the, you know, for, for you know, hundreds if not thousands of years. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, the Inuit, and if you go and, you know, because of Amazon, you can go and read Stephenson's original account mm. of that through the um, earlier 20th century, and, you know, they were extensively fine um, on, on this sort of thing. Right. I, I, I think, though, 
if I wanted to give some tips about it, well, first of all, I'm interested in it, but I, mean, I haven't really had the guts to do it myself. I'm, I didn't want to be a hypocrite because I, when I argue um, with vegans, yes. I, I would normally say, look, um, it's sort of morphologically and physiologically obvious that physiologically obvious that humans are um, omnivores. They mm. eat plants and animals, and probably a mix of those is going to be ideal. Um, yet there is anecdotes of people doing this uh, and being just fine. Mm. Um, are you going to miss some sort of key nutrient? Well, you're going to get. Remember the the essential nutrients for living are fat and proteins. Uh, those are in animals. So you're going to get all of those that you need. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think one thing, though, that is um, if you've, when you go back to those original accounts that, uh, and some of the more modern-day blogs, what people run the risk of is uh, what's called rabbit starvation. Right. Rabbit starvation is actually not having enough fat. Oh. Uh, if you ate, this is the whole idea of the Inuit, just ate ra- only had access to rabbits over the winter, then they would actually starve to death. Yeah. Even though they were getting enough calories, they were getting enough protein, but not enough fat. So they used to go and steal uh, seal, um, seal fat in uh, big sort of blubbery cases right. and hide them in cases all around the, um, the, the Arctic where they lived. Yeah. I feel like though fat is the taste of it is changing. So for example, having coffee with the cr- um, cream with the coffee, yeah. And for the first few days, it kind of tasted weird because I'd have milk, but now I'm kind of craving, you know, the coffee, and I, I can feel it more and more. Um, creams going in the coffee and less, you know, hot water. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely. Uh, I'm looking forward more to the fatty bits of the steak than the steak itself. I'm getting after 12 days a little bit bored of you know chewing on that stuff. And, and <laughs> so what, what does a day look like? So a day looks like n- probably one or one and a half meals. So something like uh, no breakfast yeah. um, around 11 or 12 if I have prepared well in the morning. It's something like uh, some chicken or or mainly beef is the one I've been yep. going for because you go to pack and save and you can find you know packets of meat and so I just load them up or chops or something yep. and so it will be just that cooked in butter yep. uh, if I'm feeling like really spoiling myself there's a couple eggs in there too yep. and then dinners may be the same or if I go out and meet someone um, like doing a podcast or something we'll go out for dinner uh, it's just a piece of steak again and that's pretty much been how it's been uh, for the last 12 days but so would you eat uh, white meat or pork or yep. fish yep yeah I haven't had any fish yet but, but you wouldn't consider doing that or not there's no reason not to do it I think um, well I'm also trying to work out the um, how to do it on reasonable amounts of money. Yeah. You know, because my thinking is I put the money into, say, the meat with a good bit of rump fat on it, and then and then I might say to myself, well, if I was going to do this and I had a limited budget, I'd just say I'd eat once a day. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I'd eat well. You know, yeah, I'd have a yeah. big piece of steak with like yeah. four eggs or something like yeah. that. But also, probably you wouldn't, if, if you're living on a budget and you you wouldn't waste anything, like if you yeah. had a fish, you'd boil up the rest of the fish. True, true. Probably you'd do something with the bones. Yeah. In fact, it's possibly a good idea to do something true. with some of the bones because I think yeah. probably some of the good nutrients. We're trying not to go down on nutrients, so try and not waste. Yeah. So you could have a sort of zero waste, zero carbs yeah, sort of spin on yeah. it. That might be. A- I wonder if you can do anything with the uh, eggshells. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my dad used to give them to the chickens, which I find quite weird. He, but he'd you know put a bunch in a bag and r- drive the truck over them. Oh, and then yeah. they would eat the chickens. Would eat the eggshells. Yeah, shells. but that's weird, isn't that? Yeah, like they, mad they, cow they, disease or something. Yeah, mad chickens. So it's a bit disease. like eating ground up femurs or something <laughs> of humans. Yeah. Um, what's the latest that 
is going on in the world with meat. It seems to be like Air New Zealand has has said like we're not doing the meat burgers. They've got the the fake meat. I mean, do you kind of keep an eye on that stuff, or is your yeah. thing mainly fat? Oh no, I keep an eye on that. I, I find the whole thing quite bizarre. Actually, I mean, you know, I think I don't know any way of eating. I think should be underpinned by the very first rule, which is called low human interference. So it's mm. unprocessed food. All of a right. sudden, we're making like fake meat. We're growing it in a lab. Where yeah, this yeah. looks like, sounds like, but actually isn't. It's right. like, please give me a break. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I do want to say something about modern vegetarianism and yep. veganism. Mm. Um, like each to their own. They've got the beliefs. Not trying to understand that you're out there. You yeah. you believe that. That's Great, you know. Personally, I've had to go and cut every animal stroke that I ate. Right. Um, that you know might not be that much fun. Um, you know, I don't even like fishing for that reason, um, which is a bit pussy. But you know, that's <laughs> the way it goes. But I, I do eat those, all of those things. Mm. Um, and there's a question about sustainability and those things. Mm. Those that's don't conflate that with human health. That's the first thing. Right. Um, I mean, eventually, if we haven't got a planet to live on, that's true, a problem. True. But, but, but we should do better with farming animals and yeah, plants, yeah, yeah, frankly, yeah, and that's yeah. just a, a separate issue. Yeah. Um, but modern-day ve- veganism uh, has, is, you know, it's deeply rooted in religion, and I think people should just think about that and go back and have a look at that if they don't believe right. me. Um, and so it's Alan White who um, started the Seventh-day Adventist Church, um, and it's not re- rooted in vigour and mm. health. In mm. fact, it's the opposite. It's, I mean, the reason that she thought a vegan diet was great was that the mere fact that meat made you feel invigorated and feel like having sex was a reason to avoid it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it morphed into uh, Kellogg, who, who was an adventist as well, uh, and a physician, and and felt that masturbation was the... The, the problem of, of modern humanity tied to about you know, every conceivable disease and ailment humans could have. Mm. And again, um, avoiding meat helped curb those urges. And in fact, that's why I invented cornflakes. Right. You, know, you needed a bland food yeah. that one could eat and you know, basically keep your hand off it. So right? uh, <laughs> um, it's, it's deeply rooted in, in, in um, religion mm. and not for the reasons that you would think. Right. Um, so, just you know, people think yeah, about that, and this yeah. this isn't just some conspiracy theory. You can go and read their tra- their their books and and writings on on the web still. It's they're yeah, sitting yeah. there. So you know, just just a thing to consider. Not not, and it's not a reason to right. eat meat or not, but for, for people's beliefs. But just to know that that's mm. where it's come from. It's interesting, eh, Grant? Because yeah. we all get this. We all operate on some type of ideology or yeah, something yeah. based on whatever's uh, uh, you know surrounding or you know yeah. this carnivore thing is based off people off the internet that I've been watching. Yeah. Um, and you're right, you know, just have a look, have a think about why you do what you do, and yeah. maybe that's what this podcast yeah. is is trying to is trying to work that stuff out. Um, what people have been talking about online is is the mental benefits, yeah. and I've been really analysing myself, you know, just how am I feeling? But it's been a little bit strange because my family's also travelling at the moment, visiting family in Germany, yeah. so I've been spending a lot of time alone. Yeah, right. It's not an accurate representation of my regular day. You yeah, know, I'm right. sitting at home, kind of thinking. Things and you know doing all that stuff. So, if you were going like when you did the um, studies for what the fat, like what were some of the things that um, you you did that I can take into my day? Because I guess I want to be a bit of a guinea pig in this and, and yep. to report back to you. You know to say, hey man, it's been three months and I can't feel my big toe or something like that. 
Well, that would be bad, but the, um, <laughs> the, the I mean, you're going to be in nutritional ketosis. I, I would imagine you are now. Yeah. I should have bought a kit. We could have tested your ketones. Oh, but, really? Um, what, what would that be? Like blood test? Yeah, we'll just a little prick, beta yeah. hydroxybutyrate on the thing. I mean, right. there's no way you won't be after True. doing that. Um, and so you're going to get all the benefits of ketones, especially the, neuro, the neurological ones. They burn cleanly in the brain. You get more um, fuel, some um, small improvements in cognition, I would uh, think. Yeah. Um, people report mental clarity, stable energy, those sorts of things. You've got access to, to stable energy. So we, we can expect all those things. Mm. Um, the bit that concerned me when I first heard about it with you, because I know you, mm. I was going, okay, well, so let's just be clear this is not a half attempt at it. That, right. Because, because cause then you're just, all you're doing is eating steak sandwiches and, uh, and salt and vinegar chips. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and no one thinks that's, right. I don't know anyone who's advocating that as a healthy yeah, diet. Yeah. So you're tricking yourself. So you're tricking yourself, oh, I'm on the carnivore diet right. with, the, with the chips. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so. All of a sudden that's a standard American diet. Yes, yeah. yes. Well, so should we kind of just loosely establish some rules if, 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 if someone's like, man, I want to try that too, yeah. what would be the kind of no-go zone? So, for example, let me give you an example. And I said to you before we started recording, uh, the other day I didn't have any food with me yeah. and I was trying to make the best, worst decision I could for the day. <laughs> and everyone was going to McDonald's, right? Yeah. So I went in there and there's two parts to the story that I find fascinating. I said to the person, hey, man, how much is a uh, how much is a meat patty? And they said $1. And I said... <laughs> oh, I have 10. Uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> but I said a, a Big Mac, I worked it out, a Big Mac has two meat patties, that's $2. Yeah. But a Big Mac's like $9. So yeah. what the hell are you paying the other stuff for? You're paying nine uh, an extra... Seven. So hey, let's get the right. So they'll cook you up a, a patty yeah. and serve it to you for a dollar. Yes, I okay, thought, okay, folks, if you're short, yeah. you're down to your last buck. <laughs> no, and, and cheese is 50 cents. So this is what I did. I got <laughs> 10 meat patties and five bits of cheese, and I used the cheese as my sandwich bread and just ate away. And I tell you what, I was full, I was happy, but what do we think? It's, is that cheating? Uh, it's, well, it, well, I mean, I mean, so, so I guess the you would give yourself a sort of don't eat industrial food right. rule, wouldn't you? Okay, 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 um, okay. And, and so you've ended up in an emergency. 10's quite a lot. I mean, I said 10 <laughs> flippantly. I wasn't actually thinking that you would do 10. I'm quite I, a I was, thinking, I was thinking more like, you know, <laughs> three, or three, four. three or four. Yeah, 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 that's what I was. Well, I started to work out, I wonder what the maximum I could eat here. Yeah. And then what would 20 look like if you ordered it? And then what would happen if you went in and said 50 meat patties, thanks? Because every time they look at me like, Who's the person ordering meat patties? Yeah, but right, but they'll do it. Yeah, they'll do it. Yeah, they'll do okay. it. And so, I'm, yeah. I, yeah, so I, I mean, I, in general, will be going, look, I'm not having industrial food. It's an okay. emergency. It's a one-off. Okay. That's fine. But 10, 10 really. Yeah, well, it was yeah. the only thing I ate that day. Yeah, all right. Okay, okay. but Grant, don't look at me like that. <laughs> um, no, so, but, so I think... So no McDonald's. Or no... Okay, so I the rule should be I have to make it myself. Ideally, yes. I think. Well, I mean, that's an ideal thing for any diet, yeah. any way of eating, isn't it? Mm. Ideally, you're eating food that was recently, obviously. That's light. the problem with a diet, eh? Because you can incorporate something in a bit of a cheeky way, and all of a sudden you're like, I'm still on the diet. Yeah, yeah. But you've been to McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, but, but it's damage control, and we're living. True. But, true. but, but I am concerned that all of a sudden you go, okay, now I'm. So you're not having any alcohol? No. Yep. Uh, okay, I'm well, having. What are you drinking? Yes. To drink. So I'm having sweet sweetener drinks you know like uh like sugar-free mountain dew or something uh, okay should i ditch that can you can, could you yeah 
Oh, I just think that would be good too. Okay. So happy. So have you know, like I was thinking, I still allow tea and coffee. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna have. Uh, so my fizzy drink would be like carbonated water. I was thinking about it. You know, like a six pack of those. Yeah. You know, just fizzy water. Yeah. So I get okay. a feeling of having a burp. Maybe okay, you like you like to do that. I like to I like to drink it. Yeah, that. it's sort of manly, isn't it? Well, yeah, maybe it's the, <laughs> it's the anti beer, but you want to burp after something. Yeah, okay. You should study that. Yeah, right. If you give men something to burp at, they'll do anything for right. you. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, um, I, and I think the other thing is about when you're eating animal products, you want to get them as nutrient dense as possible. So, mm. like, you know, if you're eating an egg, then you know, I know this all cost, isn't it? But mm. one that comes out of those horrendous sort of factories. Mm. You can't imagine that's as good an egg that comes out of a proper chicken right. that lives a normal chicken life. Yes, but then the thing is, is like, what's the balance? Like, if, say, for example, this made people really happy, yeah, but it costs three times as much to do it, it would be like normal life then. We know, but, but it won't. It won't. Well, because you know, because I think you can get things like ground beef and you know, True. sort of minced beef and those things are actually yeah. quite good value. Yeah, yep. uh, and the good thing about that, of course, is they're chucking in whole bits of animals that no one likes to eat because it's. Okay. Uh, but know. they're chucking in other stuff too. Like oh, I don't think in sort of good quality. All right, mint, ground beef. Uh, are we mints. talking about pack and save good quality? Uh, actually, pack and save is not too bad for okay, the meats sweet. and stuff. But but I, what I wouldn't be buying from those places is uh, sausages. Okay, sweet. So what about something like? Uh, at the moment, I'm buying more like say four or five packs of rump steak. That'll be like at a minimum yep. lunches taken care of, and then a couple packets of um, ground up minced beef. Yeah, and then maybe I add some fish and a few, a couple of trays of eggs. Yeah, well, well, I'd just be considering where other places you might shop at, um, right. because if you go to butcher mm. and you go, oh, that's going to be expensive. But if you go to the butcher, get to know them and go, actually, what I want is, is I want fatty cuts of meat. Right, it's actually cheap as is it? Like, because if you go for what they call the lower quality meats at yeah. a butcher, they're actually high quality mm. meats, but they've got fat on. Um, and no one wants to buy those, of course, because we've been told you shouldn't True. buy fat. So if you wanted to go for that, because it's about getting enough fat, I would actually be ditching the supermarket, and I'd be going to a, a, a butcher, okay. and I'd be getting um, friendly with them and tell them what you're doing, yep. um, and ingratiate yourself. <laughs> uh, well, I've had students go there and, and um, basically, you know, because we do, I get my students to do this sort of mm. N equals one stuff, mm. um, and... You know, a bunch of guys that were competing. You know, the guy who spent the least on food that week, mm. eating high carb. Um, the, well, the guy who actually spent the most on the food had to buy everyone breakfast on Sunday. So you mm. know, these guys were going hard out to do it, and they could big borrow and steal. True, so, true. so I think you can actually do quite well. And I think it's about getting a relationship with the butcher. Mm. Tell them what you're doing. So I actually want some lower quality stuff. I want some organ stuff. I want. Um, if they're making it, organ not. stuff too, is that really fatty? Is it? No, it's just got nutrients in it. So, oh, okay. so something like a, a. I thought we weren't supposed to eat that stuff. Is that just a uh, old tale or something? Like no, that? no, we definitely should be eating that stuff. So, I like think liver livers and, and kidneys and stuff. Kidney. And, but I, personally, I can't stand the taste of any of those. Right. So, what you do is you get them to chuck it in with some mints. Yeah. Um, yeah and yeah. it's just mints done with it, and all of a sudden it's bulked out. No one else wanted to eat it anyway. Mm. Um, it, it's got, you know, you know just terrific amounts of nutrients so mm. you know all of, and any even if you're not on a carnivoro type approach you're just eating plants and animals this, yeah. is, this is a good approach anyway true true well i thought like i don't know if i want to continue doing this forever yeah. because it's like how do you travel how do you do this how do you do that you don't want to be that one person but but it would seem to be a lot easier i think the thing that i find hard with you know, high fat, low carb is even when I look through your book, there's quite a lot of preparation. Yeah. And it's like it's like t- it's like looking at a gym and saying, I can go and do all this stuff, but you never do it. Yeah. And, and so I'm just trying to work out practical ways that 
I want to say busy, but I mean more lazy people who don't have fire in them because they're just too comfortable. Well, I th- what will be interesting, mm. uh, my prediction is, here's my prediction. Okay. The further into this you go, the less inclined, as long as you're keeping your fat out and not getting rabbit starvation, yeah. that's why we're avoiding us. My body will regulate that, won't it? Won't it won't well, I, start I think you just need to make, well, you might crave carbs, mm. but you need to actually get your fat up. Yep. So you've got to get fatty meat. You just have yeah, to. Okay. And that's why you've got to go to a butcher. So you reckon a piece of rump steak isn't enough fat because it's they've just left you a little bit around yeah, the yeah, side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to go for the, the full animal deal. Yeah. Um, so you, you really, and, and it just seems wrong. You're ripping stuff out of plastic boxes and chucking yeah. away wrapping. You know, let's just flag that part as well. Okay. Um, I think you, your appetite's going to, or at least if you believe what other people are saying, mm. your appetite will go down to a point that actually you you can deal with the ins and outs of travelling or right. whatever and actually say, oh, actually, I'll just have one meal today and those yeah. sorts of things, which for most people is really unthinkable, isn't it? It's like, yeah. oh, I have one meal. Exactly. Right? What, what do you mean? Like, I'll be yeah. starving. But um, that's why I'm keen for you to do it strictly. Mm. Um, make sure you get that fat up and actually go, okay, what what happens to me yep. throughout this? Um, I, I think we've also mentioned I'm, I'm very keen to see your blood tests and yes. keep an eye on them because – as you say, if you couldn't feel your big toe or yeah. um, you know, something's, <laughs> something. something's going wrong, we want to yeah. know about that. So yeah, yeah. That's well, important. that's something I definitely am going to. Uh, yeah, well, that's a little bit of a tricky zone because I already do take a couple of tablets for different things. So yeah. I guess I need to see a doctor sooner than later. Yeah, yeah. And they're blood pressure related. So I guess... Oh, well, so that's the interesting thing. Is mm. So you, you're taking um, uh, hypertensive medication for it's blood like pressure it's like a yeah I can show you but it's this, it's a little pill and you take it and for blood pressure yeah yeah. so we would expect as because insulin and sodium balance really control blood pressure yeah we would expect that to come down so if you start to get lightheaded and when you stand up quickly you're getting low blood pressure you want to revisit that with your doctor okay yeah, yeah. man this is all getting a little bit which is, says something if your blood pressure drops when you do this that's a good thing yeah well that's the hope right it's like uh, you know ultimately it would be nice to uh to 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 eat a way that's fun yeah. and not be hungry because that's the thing when you're quite a large person is I don't know if it's hard to explain the feeling of wanting something, the wanting food all the time, you know? Yeah. You, you can't just get over that through willpower. No, no, it's not going to work. You've got to pack it away and yeah. what I mean by that, it's like sometimes my wife says, what do you feel like? I said, anything that I can have a lot of. <laughs> you know, just I want to have the feeling that I've I've reached the edge. Yeah, you know? yeah. And so I hope that's going to come with this fatty. So, uh, what's the rest of the family saying about this? Uh, very pushback. There's a big pushback, and also I'm going to Germany in two weeks, and they don't want a bar of it. They eat just about a vegan diet, and I'm saying, well, look, team, I'm gonna let me go speak with Grant first, and then we'll decide what I should do. Maybe I can just do a. a a lower carb diet when I'm over there. Well, I don't know. They've got all sorts of like that's. Oh, this is the original meat eating exactly. capital and, and Germany. It's cheap too. So, yeah, yeah. but they're coming around, and my wife is prepared to back me up. And I think, based off this chat, I would like. Can't to you just say it's a work thing? Yeah. Well, now I can say no. I'm, I'm a guinea pig for you. You know. No, I'm endorsed by a professor, so I have to do it. It's a good story for my parents-in-laws. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so no no soft drinks, uh, try and go to the butcher, ask for uh, fattier. Fatty cheap meat. Hey man, I'm doing a, a carnivore diet, which means I've got to eat only meat. I've got to get my fat up. I've got to get my fat up. And I'm to starve I like want the junk bits that you would throw away. I need it cheap and I need volume. Yep. 
and they'll go get out, or they'll go yes. No, no, they'll, they'll want to. These guys are the original meat eaters. That's True, what and no do. sausages because sausage. Why? Because there's well, no. I, and, and well, in New Zealand, sausages. Um, to be a sausage, it only has to be fifty percent actual meat. <laughs> That's uh, shocking. Um, yeah, so the rest can be whatever you want, like rice or wheat or. Yeah. Um, and so you really don't know what you're getting. Yeah. So you really want to go to a uh, butcher and go, well, look, I just want hundred percent. The thing is, you go to a butcher and you go, what's in the sausage? And they just eyes glaze over, like, oh, not another one. Yeah. They don't want any of the <laughs> yeah, offcuts, exactly. yeah. which actually is exactly what you want. Yeah. So, so you got the exact opposite question for a yeah. different reason. So that's hilarious. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Okay, well, how about this as a plan? Uh, so I've been doing it twelve days. Do you think three months would be accurate for me to just um, stick to it? Yeah, well, I think that's you can aim up at that. I don't think a month's going to be long enough. We no. really want to keep an eye on things yeah. every month. I, and I should be exercising too, eh? Well, exercise is independently good for your health, right. like, yeah. so of course you should. Yeah. Um, but, but I don't think it's got anything to do with this. Well, I, I'm wondering if it's going to make me want to do it because there's structure in my eating. So there's things you can't have, which means there's you're controlling yourself, so it's only... It's, it's going to be easier to want to exercise. I wonder if that's the mental breakthrough type thing. I don't know. Let's see. Yeah, true that. Um, true that. What sort of exercise would you be doing? I just, uh, well, <laughs> I'd like to do short um, but intense. Yeah. So I don't want to do long stuff. No. That puts me off. But would you go for a walk? Do you do you go? Do you walk? Yeah, yeah, I walk. Yeah, yeah. because I mean, I, I, let's just not forget both ends of it. Yeah. Like I think... Just cruising around. If you're overseas, you'll be walking, man. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. anytime you go yeah. to Europe or the States or something, you put in a gazillion kilometres walking because yeah. it's not necessarily out of your natural environment. True. Yeah. Uh, Grant, let's talk about um, there's a couple stories I wanted to pick your brains because I haven't asked you on a podcast before. Tell me the story about the Scottish guy who didn't eat for six months. Well, it's actually longer than six months. So it's really? th- this is the. Uh, we talk about this when we talk about nutrients, so macronutrients, carbs, fats, and proteins. Mm. Um, what, which ones are essential for for living and fats there's essential fatty acids because they make up your actual cells and if, unless you eat them you mm. can't make them right. there's essential amino acids proteins and unless you can't make them yourself unless you eat them you can't get them mm. but there's no such thing as an essential carbohydrate Right. so the thing is how do you maintain a stable blood glucose without eating carbohydrate mm. um, well you can make it from the byproducts of fat and protein um, and then the question is, what if you were really fat and you didn't eat for ages, Would you? what would happen? And so the longest medically supervised fast in the published literature is uh, from a Scotsman in the late 60s who presents himself at a Scottish hospital mm. and he says, look, I'm, I'm too fat. And they, they look at him and they go, well... Yes, you are. <laughs> and indeed, he was, he was uh, I can't remember exactly, but I think he was about 420 pounds. Yep. And then he, he says, look, I've, I've worked out, I've clearly got a number of stored meals around my person, and uh, I'm just not going to eat for a year. And um, I've made some calculations, and I think that'll get me down to a, a normal weight. Mm. Can you check them? Yeah. And they're like, hey, you know, back off, man. <laughs> and and so, I don't know what the rest of the conversation was, but they, <laughs> they, they detail this quite carefully in the paper mm. and so he doesn't eat for as it turns out 382 days mm. and they gave him multivitamins and they monitored him oh should I be taking those uh, no no because you're okay. eating okay. And, sweet, and, sweet, and, sweet. and the whole thing is that, that uh, animals have got heaps of vitamins and minerals right uh, 
and so he's his blood sugar drops a bit, but it's extensively stable. He after 382 days is down to 185 pounds, so he's right. a normal weight. Yeah. Um, and five years later, he's just gained 10 pounds up to 195. He's obviously started eating by then. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's the world's longest supervised fast. I, I, obviously, you need to have, as he appreciated, a number of stored meals mm. on your person yeah well I thought about I actually emailed you when you told me that story one time I was like should we try that and you were like I don't think you emailed back and I was like fair enough fair enough That's <laughs> well no no because you're not 420 pounds yeah but you know like what's do you need to be morbidly obese well you've got to have access to the fats mm. I, I, I don't know um, yeah. I mean I, I I fast for sort of three four days and then it affects my sleep a bit and I give up yeah um you know, I was at a conference recently and then there was actually a Scotsman there and he goes, well, I fasted for 12 days. And I was like, oh. And then at the same table, a uh, German fellow goes, well, I did 55. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm out of my next desk. Level but, uh, yeah, next level. So, um, yeah. yeah, I think fasting's, um, occasional fasting's good for you. I don't think you need to do that long. Isn't it funny that the conversation we're having is more um, about how we used to be as humans yeah. than today, right? But it's so we're so conditioned that talking about not eating, you know, everyone's like, Arr! and then we're talking about, you know, eating a certain type of food and everyone's like, Arr! you know, even though the government didn't give you that money for the, the research, you know, for the high fat, it still feels weird. Yeah. It's, we're so brainwashed, you know. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's just there's, there's a sort of whole, because there's also big food involved, of course. Yeah. I mean, and you would think it's really sort of weird, isn't it? You think the um, more processed a food got like you know in the rest of manufacturing the more stuff you do to something the more it costs right mm. like your computer done a fair bit of stuff True. to the original components yeah. so it costs a bit you'd think the same happened with food the more you process mm. it the more it costs but it, exactly the opposite is true yeah. um, so they've got a big stake in uh, in you know helping us think what we eat and yeah. I think uh, you know sugar and the cereal companies and those sorts of things have got a lot to answer for frankly do they like you Oh no! Of course they don't like me. But how do they come after you? Like, do they try and like debunk your research and stuff like that? Is it to that level? Yeah, not so much. I think probably that's more in the US. Like, uh, right. my colleague, I wrote a paper with um, Asim Mahotra, who's a cardiologist in London, and, mm. and uh, Rob Lustig, who's an endocrinologist in the states. Rob, particularly in the states, is really they really go after him. Is that right? Yeah. So. Yeah, because I guess that's their thing, right? Addict us to a certain type of food and and make you dependent. And I guess, uh, yeah, that's 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 pretty scary stuff. Um, so, what about in this world? Because you know we've spoken over the last few years, but it seems like in this world, there's the uh, research has almost become this fake news type thing. So, so or you know, fake media or yeah. fake research and and. One person gets on camera and they, you know, look good and they sit, they, you know, like sell a good story, and all of a sudden everyone believes yep. in what they're doing. Is it frustrating for you that I email you with you like things like, "Hey man, I watched this dude and he's doing this carnival thing. What do you think?" I mean, because for you, well, no, that because you're not talking about fake news, yeah. I mean, the right. thing is, with well, let's just do the research bit first. I mean, the, the editor of the New England Journal of Medicine, which is arguably one of the you know top three medical journals mm. in the world came out recently and said, look, we just can't trust most of the stuff that we read. <laughs> you know, 90% of it's not real. Right. Um, you know, what do you make of that? Uh, I don't know. And it's so easy to cross what your research says and what it doesn't say. You do a mouse study with nutrition. You give them 
a high fat diet. Well, actually, it's a high fat, high sugar diet. Mm. They they they're not humans. What do you make of that? Mm. Uh, and what inferences can you draw, and what can't you draw? Well, I don't always know the answer to that. So so you know, researchers fraught the idea of peer review. You What's get, that? Well, it's always you know people we publish as scientists we publish in peer review journals, and you've got x amount of papers and citations, and you know we live and die by those mm. these sort of indices of stuff but you know getting a couple of your mates to review it so scientists with the same idea is is is, is absolutely fraught mm. uh, and you know I'd like to see that system could go into a different way there's one thing that I've been liking at the moment in science is a sort of wiki type idea right um, and there's some guys there's a website called kialo.com and they they have Arguments. Mm. Basically, it's 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 the arguments Wikipedia type thing, and so someone will put a proposition up, and people write for and against it, and then mm. the crowd sort of moves up the, the the evidence, and you get an open debate. You know, a, a classic in this is sort of vegetarian and veganism versus low carb, right? Um, and sort of more meat based approaches as well, and you know, it's just so socially divisive, or you know, for not diet, Republicans versus Democrats or something, mm. you know, it's like you can't even have a conversation. Oh, man, so, that's so, so, <laughs> so true. But, yeah, there needs to be a platform that allows that. Yeah. So that the second thing that you asked about, though, is blogs. Well, actually, blogs aren't science, mm. but they're interesting insights into humanity because someone out there will have a go. True. Um, and they will document it very carefully. Yep. Now, does that mean it's going to work for everyone? No, but it's still the beginning of a hypothesis and evidence and it's really interesting that people mm. are prepared to do that and you can access that. Yeah, well that's the thing, like you watch some of these blogs and, and YouTube vids and, 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 and there again, some of them are on the, we've got this team and we're meat eaters, you know, and yeah. they're, talking about veggies like you know veggies weren't the same a thousand years ago which I wondered if that's partly true yeah. you know that we've genetically uh, made them so we can digest them easier or, or whatever but but it's probably the same with meat too um, but yeah I, I just I want to have a space where uh, um, I'm not doing it to offend yeah. you know I'm just I'm simply trying to be not not a happier individual, a healthier individual, you know, like uh, physically and mentally, and and I don't know. I'd love I'd love the idea that um, you know doing something like this can be practical and easier for the everyday person. Because I've said to you before, like I think most things are possible if you have the resources. Yeah, yeah. But but we and we talked. Um, yeah, we've got a personal chef in here, and away yeah, they go. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you like know. the movie star looking yeah. like the Rock because you got yeah. your eight meals prepared. Yeah. and you you're structured. But I don't think that's the story for most. Yeah, you know, yeah. most uh, do feel like that it's easier going through um, and getting twenty chicken nuggets um, yeah. at the end of the day. So so yeah, I, I you know sometimes think about that like with philosophy. I'm like. Did it did it work? What was the point thinking these amazing things? Because it seems like people are more unhappy <laughs> than we've ever been. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's, well, we'll soon see if how you go. Yeah, yeah, true, um, true. So that's that's going to be interesting. I'm not trying to save the world, by the way. No, that probably but, sounded. But, but but it's also interesting that you can even do this because in reality, in science, we can't do this because what are we going to do? Run, seriously, run a trial of <laughs> right. carnivore diet? But we won't get ethics. Yeah. Um, no one's going to fund it. Yeah. Uh, it's just not going to happen. Mm. Um, but you're you're doing it anyway, so yeah. it's like okay, well, let's just see what happens to him. And, <laughs> and and it's sort of. You know, I do quite like doing the opposite of convention. Well, you've told me before that it's n normally the right uh, 
thing to follow. Well, it's a good place to start, isn't it? It's right, like, what's right. everyone else doing? Okay, I'll do exactly the opposite. <laughs> yeah. now, now, that could be stupid. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll use the wrong end of the knife to cut, cut my meat. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not going to work. That's, yeah. not, that's just being stupid for the sake of it. Yeah. Um, but in this case, yeah. 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 Have a go. Okay. Uh, uh, what's in, 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 I always talk to you about food and shoveling stuff into your mouth and doing stuff like that. Like, what other stuff um, floats your boat, Grant? Like, you know, outside of all of this, what the fat stuff and 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 all that stuff. Like, do you, for example, uh, so there's a lot of physical things that you think about and do. Yeah. What about like the mental side of things? Are, are you like a um, a meditator or have you kind of gone down? I t- I tried because med- everyone's into meditation. Yeah, you know, yeah. Tim Ferriss is like. Oh, every high-performing person I've ever met meditates and does this stuff. Um, I, I'm just not disciplined enough to do it mm, daily. Mm. Um, sometimes I have a hot bath and I'll just do some deep breathing. Yeah. Um, what I did try, which was a good self-experiment, and I quite enjoyed it. Like I spent my whole life um, never being able to breathe properly through my nose. True. You know, like you wouldn't, yeah, yeah. and I'd just be slightly blocked. And I hadn't actually realised that one side being blocked is normal. Mm. That's the circadian rhythm, slightly blocked, not. Every hour and a half it switches, and part of that switching is just clearing. Wow. The, the whole idea of the nose is that you breathe through it, mm. um, and it would filter out crap, mm. and then, but it needs to get it back down again. That's why it cycles between yeah. being that. Um, but I met a, a guy, Dan Tuck, who's a, a corporal in the, uh, in the SAS, which is our elite soldiers. Uh, and I'm not really into wars and stuff, mm. so it was a bit random. Um, and he was into his low carb, and they've got a whole bunch of reasons they want to be on keto diets, and, and they're really early adopters in that mm. um, space, um, which is great. But he was into this sort of uh, nose breathing, just breathe exclusively through your nose. And then he goes, well, go exercise and go for a run and breathe just through your nose. Ooh. Of course, you do it to start with. You do about three breaths, and you're like... <laughs> 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 um, and so I mucked around with it for ages, just going, this is stupid. Mm. Um, and then all of a sudden, I just found I could do it. And mm. now I can just... Totally breathe 100% wow. through my nose, um, and actually find that quite relaxing, and that that automatically makes you meditate because yeah. it, it's just that nice, slow, steady breathing. So I actually yeah. somehow because like as you say, like you read about all these guys and they've got the sort of willpower and discipline <laughs> they do this <laughs> yeah. stuff every day, and it's like oh, uh, yeah, yeah right, just regular, yeah, yeah. yeah. It ha- and, and surely it has to be something yeah. more simplified because you know, like you think about when our yeah. kids were born. There wasn't a, a, a book we read on loving yeah. them. Yeah. It just happened. And, yeah, yeah. and I think that that's the litmus test. It yeah. has to, it's like with this thing, it has to feel fun while you're doing it. Yeah. Like it's fun for me to eat my pork chop. And I feel yeah. really it's like you, you save the fat bit till last, you know, and you get oh, you like do, a little yeah. reward. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I have a little bit and I save a little bit, you know, yeah. and, and then you get through the, the boring bits of the meat and you get to your fatty bit and you're like, yeah, you know, we've, we've won here, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think it's that up the fat on those things as well. Up the fat, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, other other things that you mm. wanted to random, I, 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 just a, one random one that I'm been into, which is, is the exact opposite of all paleo ancestral stuff, right? Um, with exercise, it's, you know, in a modern world, it's actually hard to do exercise. Mm. Um, but I've discovered this. Uh, I, I used to be a, a bit of a triathlete and a cyclist and all that sort of stuff. And I stopped doing biking by and large because I thought I was going to die. Basically, right. run over by cars and <laughs> you know. <laughs> And I did actually break my neck in a mountain bike crash. <laughs> See, um, so you know, so it is bad for you. But uh, um, but but I've discovered this whole community, believe it or not, on this um, this platform called Zwift, uh, Swift with the Z. Right. Um, and basically, you hook your bike trainer up to this uh, 
computer game and, and there's events start every 20 minutes 24 hours a day and you can join in a race and mm. climb up a massive wow. mountain and it's just bloody good fun I'm addicted to it oh, so I'm, I'm addicted to this computer game for exercise <laughs> uh, which is totally non-paleo but it's awesome fun that's good that's a good uh, fusion of technology yeah, yeah. Um, okay two more questions um, so you know we've talked a little bit about um, being human today and, and what it means and what's the right way to do it and is it a mixture of this and that um do you think there's a big plan to all this, Grant? Like, is it is it is it? Uh, are, are we looking to align ourselves with the right way of eating and thinking and and being to reach this level of enlightenment, or are we just, you know, these meat sacks rolling around trying to uh, balance, you know, um, not being the worst animal versions of ourselves? You know, do you have any kind of bigger? Oh meaning? yeah, that's a good question. I do think about that actually. Mm. Um, I think we're just here, but I don't think that's bad. Yeah. Um, I still think that's a marvel. Right. Like, I just can lie on the beach and look at the stars and go, <laughs> I, I can, like, think. Yeah. And I'm yeah. alive. That's sort of cool. How cool it is that? It is cool. But I don't think it? there's any more to it than that. Right. Um, yeah. But I'm not, I don't feel disempowered from that. Mm. Uh, other people might go, oh, well, you know, you don't believe and have all the benefits that I do. Well, I'm sorry. I, I have, it's great you've got those and I yeah, maybe yeah. missed out, but whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I'm quite happy. But it doesn't mean you don't find meaning in it all, eh? It's like, that is quite amazing sitting. And, and, and again, it's probably one of those things that would be good for us to do and we don't do enough. When's the last time you looked at the stars, for example? Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. So, yeah. Um, and breathe, just breathe through your nose and look at the stars. Yeah, and, and well, actually what you could do, especially if you've got um, – Kids, just get down to the beach, light a fire on the beach mm. and look at the stars. That's even more fun. Dude, that's some next level stuff that most people haven't done in the last 20 years. Yeah. Okay, uh, final question. What's one thing uh, during your life that blew your mind to a point where you could not look at the world the same way? Uh, yeah, I still think that's all the food stuff. Like, mm. I just. Like, what was the story? How did you reach that point where you're like, Sugar's not the way. Oh, just this, it's just like basics. It, it keeps happening to me with food. Like there's just some basic scientific facts, and you go, ah, oh, that and that. And I learned that in um, well, now when I went to school, it's called fifth form. But when you're about fifteen, mm. like I was quite good at biology and science at school, so I, I studied it. Mm. I was quite interested in it. And I go back and go, oh, well, that and that, I should, how come I didn't realise that then? I should have just put two and two together. And so that's that whole insulin. Um, and the way it regulates metabolism. Can you break that down simply for us? So it's like well, it's just that um, people go, "You're too fat because you ate too many calories," right? As as though that was the explanation. Yeah. And the problem with that, um, it's too simple because it doesn't actually explain the mechanism. Therefore, what happens? And it's just when you eat carbs and sugar, bangs up your insulin, and there's a whole bunch of other hormones that's sort of com- more complicated than that. Um, there's probably about six main ones. Um, and they all interact and conspire. So if you're continually doing that, um, you won't feel like, like exercising. You'll put on fat mm. um, in preference to developing even organs and other you know, tissues in the body. Um, and it's just such an elegant explanation for why we are the way we are. Right. And it's totally lost. I'm just like, why, what's going on here? So that, that's what – I'm interested in that stuff. People mm. might not be interested in the hormones that drive metabolism. And right. It might not blow their mind. <laughs> but, you know, for me, it's, it's, it's just damn interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, and just – so without crapping on, mm. just the other day, I just remembered again, again from about when I was 16, that – um, sugar and protein go through the gut into the portal vein which goes straight to the liver 
and there's a whole bunch of things that can happen from there. But fat doesn't even go in. It, go, it goes in a different thing. It goes into these little things called chylomicrons, and that should absorb through the lymphatic system. That's how fat, it doesn't go anywhere near the liver. Mm-hmm. Yet we've, we think that this is stuff that causes problems with the liver. Right. And, and, you know, so you just, uh, uh, I mean, this is complicated biology, and yeah, yeah. people out there, you're not interested in this, but um, you, you asked. <laughs> yeah, mate, I think people are interested. I just think it's very foreign topics for people to talk about, you know, because, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, anyway, uh, Professor Grant Schofield, thank you again for entertaining me and being on my, you know, podcast shows over the years. It's always fun to chat with you. Uh, where can people... F- you know, follow you and, you know, track all your stuff and you got books on high fat and low carb and fasting and all that yeah, kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, uh, so if you just go to profgrant.com then you'll see uh, stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Good stuff. Thank you for blowing my mind, Grant. Just quickly, before I do my big ask, let me tell you a bit about me. My name is Will Fleming and I'm almost 38 years old. I love my family and my job as a video creator. I'm slowly turning into a grumpy old man who can't tolerate how society is being oversimplified and undercomplicated because people can't be bothered looking up and saying hi. Get off my lawn. So my plan is to have more awesome conversations with amazing people inside a caravan built in a mobile podcast studio and that's where I need your help. (sighs) So let me break down my big idea a little more. It's a mobile podcast live stream caravan. Imagine a road with a caravan. And inside that caravan on a road is a podcast studio with two beautiful people. You see, we don't need more clickbait, short form, oversimplified, oversimplified, chicken nugget type content of one size fits all. What we need is long form, interesting content that puts the human back into the internet. But I need your help. I need your help, bro. And it all starts by building this mobile studio. And thanks to the magic of dad science, I've worked out exactly what I need. I need... One million dollars. I need you to help donate what you can to raise $10,000 to buy an old caravan, do it up, and invite you on a road trip of ideas that will blow your mind. The question I have is, will you back me up? Will you help me? If the answer is yes, 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 then please click on my give a little page and donate what you can to make this dream come true. Do it. Just do it. Okay, catch you later.